It's another Tuesday evening on 97.3 City FM. It's the day for the debate. Are you ready? Well, I am. Welcome to City Trends. My name is Philippa Sean and this is City Trends. You are welcome. Today, we have only one major thing to discuss. Yes, indeed, it is the day for for or against the big debate. But before we get to that, I'd just like to acknowledge our proud sponsors, the sponsors of the show, First National Bank and, of course, ZPay. Thank you so much um, for their support. They have been with us and still are with us and continue to support us. With First National Bank, of course, you know, that you're always there to help you and zpay is giving you the freedom to choose express and transact simply dial star 270 hash right now and enjoy a bit of that freedom the topic for today facebook and twitter which is more effective as a political instrument. We have two debaters, Duncan Elikblim Kwame Gabla and Elikblim Sabla. We have three judges, Stephen Nase, Bwedi, Ethel, Kofi and Maximus Ametogo. But before we get into all of that, have you ever wondered what exactly the rules are concerning copyright? Well, the lawyers have a thing or two to say about that. Thank you, Philip. Copyright is one of the easiest and best ways to protect written material, such as software in Ghana. Under the Copyright Act of Ghana, Copyright gives the owner the exclusive right to make copies of their original creative work. The primary goal of copyright is to protect the time, effort, and creativity of the creator. Due to this, unlike other forms of intellectual property protection, an author does not need to register his original work in order to be afforded copyright protection. Original works are afforded automatic copyright protection and direct permission from the author or creator will be required for the use of the software or code whether or not they have registered the copyright of their work. A person who infringes on a copyrighted work of another will be liable to a fine of between six to 12,000 Ghana cities or to a term of imprisonment of not more than three years or to both. The infringer can also be subject to a civil suit. Remember what we said about automatic copyright protection? Now get to work on tracing the author of the work you want to copy and get that permission now. It's not optional. 
We hope that by gave you something to think about. Follow us on Twitter for more at GeekBytes8. That is G-E-E-K-B-Y-T-E-S and figure 8. Or on LinkedIn at the 8 Geeks at Law and follow our GeekBytes thread. Well, it's time now for the big debate. For or against is what we call this segment. And today we have a simple topic. Facebook and Twitter, which is more effective as a political instrument. Before we begin, let's hear from our judges. Let's say a big hello to our judges. Firstly is Stephen Nasebwiri. Stephen, a very good evening to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Brilliant. Okay, so let's say hello to Maximus. Maximus Amatogo. Hello. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for having us for this debate. And still, if I blame you, you should have made Estelle go first. <laughs> I know, Estelle right? I know. Well, um, let's also hear from um, Ethel. Uh, we saved her. We saved the very best for last, I guess. Yes, you. Well, thank you for inviting us. I am looking forward to a fiery debate like we had the last time. People must come correct. Well, I believe that two gentlemen in the studio will indeed come correct. Let's meet the two gentlemen. Um, why don't we? In the studio with us um, right now is Eli Plim Sabla, who is the project coordinator at Mobile Web Ghana. Eli, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing very well. Um, what are we to expect from you today? I mean, basically, I'm just coming here to defend Twitter's honor. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, Duncan, Eli Plim, Kobla, uh, Gabla, all the way in yeah. Kumasi, joining us on the phone. Um, Duncan, how are you? I'm doing good, Philip. Brilliant, brilliant. And uh, what are we to expect from you then? I am just here to prove the point that since 2008, when Barack Obama decided to leverage on social media to push a political campaign, Facebook has been in the lead in that regard. Charlie, we haven't even started the debate, bro. We haven't even relaxed, bro. We haven't even started the debate. Okay, all right. Um, so <laughs> we are just going to um, get straight into it. Um, the two gentlemen are ready. The rules are very simple. You have we're going to have two rounds of debate. Each round is five minutes long. Um, all of you will have um, five minutes each to lay out your point in the round one. In the round two, if you have any rebuttals, if you have any issues that you want to raise that you didn't raise, whichever, you have the opportunity to do that. And then the final round is when the judges put certain questions to you. And then at the end of it, we shall basically um, check out what's happening on social media. We shall check out the thoughts of our judges 
and we shall draw the curtains down on the debate. So for those of you at home who are doing the listening, you can join us via WhatsApp number 0549-986-996. And I want to again 0549-986-996. Alternatively, you can also um, tweet at us using the hashtag CityTrends. That is C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. And I want to get the hashtag once again is C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. S, go ahead and get in touch with us. We will have a poll out as well um, very soon. So um, those of you who want to um, get into the poll business, you can check it out on Twitter and everywhere else and you can cast your vote. Well, we are going to begin with the man in the studio, Eli Um, You have five minutes within which to make your point. I'm just going to count you down now. And um, you have, like I said, you have five minutes within which to put your point across and your five minutes begin now right philip so first of all we are looking at um, social media or social media platforms as a, a political instrument and so basically that is what uh, we should center our discussion on and i believe that if we are going to judge critically and look at the end game of twitter um, of um, politics it has to do with numbers reaching the masses with your message and getting them to vote for you and so it is not about what particular platform it is that um what 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 it has to offer but mean if it has to uh, if it has the ability to let you meet your end goal now the point i'm making is this facebook is undoubtedly the biggest social media platform we have however facebook doesn't give you access or doesn't let your information the information you put out reach everybody you know politics is a, is a numbers game and so if you are trying to um, um set out a political um instrument to be able to um meet a goal i think that you have to go for a platform that would give you that access and i believe that twitter is it is 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 that platform now facebook and even in his introduction ellie claims introduction he mentioned that in 2008 barack obama used facebook however in 2018 mark zagabek issued a statement that made it clear that he's trying to limit or facebook is limiting um people's contact with um public content and so from brands and from some media houses and stuff like that they are trying to limit those those, your contact with such platforms what they are trying to do is that they are trying to just connect people to people however twitter is such that twitter affords you the ability to reach people and also reach people in um, in their bigger in their numbers right facebook lets you connect to people but twitter has a free flow that makes you reach people in their huge numbers facebook algorithm works in, in this way it curates it basically arranges and um, presents the content on your homepage in a way that reflects your your desires and so the algorithm such um, works that it looks at your likes your comments your interactions and then even the pages you follow and then presents them and then assumes or let's say or predicts that this is your interest and so you could be somebody who tweets or who posts a lot about football However, you have interest in policy, but it just so happens you don't talk about it on, on, on social media. And then Facebook will present the information to you as such. So when you go to your home, it will, it will, it will literally arrange the, the information or the, the post there like that for you. However, on Twitter, you see it chronologically. And so when we are talking about real-time information, something that is happening by the minute or by the second, I think Twitter is a place for you. And so if there is a political rally or there's a debate that you want to follow, where do you go? I think Twitter is the place you have to go to. I do that a lot at work. It's called live tweeting, where the event is happening and I'm tweeting along. I mean, there's a reason why there's no term such as live Facebook posting. 
You understand? The term is live tweeting. So the even I did it this morning. There was an event in the office where I had to be tweeting live for people to follow because when you go to Facebook, you probably go and see a post that is like 10 hours old or probably a week or two days old and something like that. So I just I just believe that if you are going to um um use social media as a, as a very good communicative tool as a political person, I think that Twitter is the your go-to place or Twitter is your guy. You understand? Because information is valued according to time. If you give me information that, that I needed two weeks ago today, you haven't helped me. And so if it's a political info or there's a there's a there's a there's an information I need to know to be able to make a decision that will influence the elections of this country, and then you need us to know it in real time. And you're out there posting it on Facebook. What if Facebook algorithm pushes it down my timeline? And I see it like two hours later. I see it like three hours later, sometimes even a days later. You know what I did this morning? I looked for a hashtag and then um on Facebook, and then the first post I saw was 22 hours old. It doesn't happen on Twitter. You actually have a, a, a particular column for latest latest tweets. And so I'm, 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 I'm really thinking about how important information is and re with regards to time or the time you see it. And that is why I would go for Twitter any day, any time. You know, um, we have to really talk about Facebook algorithm. It's one of my strongest points and I feel like I need to hammer it. The fact that it's, it's, it just, it just, it, it even, I think the, the entire, I mean, this, you can call this a, a conspiracy theory, but I think that the entire point is that you have to eventually have to pay for ads. And that is Facebook's business model. However, I mean, for people who cannot pay for ads every time, they have to be able to organically generate um, engagement on their post. And so if it so happens that the algorithm will push my post down and then I post something and then I won't get engagement on it, as a political person or somebody working for a political party that wants to send out information, if I don't have the, the finances or the, the ability to actually pay and then advertise my post, it means it won't reach the intended audience. And then I have very low engagement on it until I actually go and pay for an ad and then, then it, it blows up. And then with the ads, you actually, since it's not organic, um, sometimes there are people reacting to it that who don't even care about it. You know? And so I feel like we need to, um, I need to uh, reiterate this, that Facebook doesn't often, you don't get real-time information. You, you get information that the algorithm thinks is, is right for you. Thank and you. And your five minutes, it's up. And now, so let's go over to Duncan. Duncan, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Please. All right, so your five minutes begins now. So, politics is basically about numbers. Whatever the polit whenever you want to strategize doing a political campaign, you are focused on sending a message to your voter base. And in doing this, you need a platform where you get the numbers at. So you, because every politician wants to run a campaign that is cost-effective, Facebook gives you that. I'll, I'll try and limit this to Ghana. We have about 5.5 million active Facebook users in this country. Uh, the provisional register, we have 16 million regi uh, registered voters. That gives you about 34%. A presidential candidate needs about 50, 50 plus one. If he's able to get 34% in just one coincidence, why won't he spend so much time there? This tells you that the value that any political strategist will apply to Facebook as a medium to send his or her message across. Outside of this, one of the critical factors of the victory of the NPP in 2016 has to do with the Calipo challenge. They, they might talk about the free SHS, they might talk about the one dispute, one factory. But the Calipo challenge came with a picture, an image that trended for so many weeks, that got so many people, neutrals as we may say, or floating voters as we call them, involved. That pushed their campaign. I'm not sure they spent so much money in that regard. 
if you talk about it, the targeting voters, no. They buy into the phrase. How how would that picture or that image get fast traction or mileage on Twitter? That is the point here. Secondly, last year when Marie Gunn decided to launch his candidacy, the rate of so he saw Twitter, but he decided to go onto Facebook. And we can go onto his Facebook page and take that video and see the numbers compared to Twitter. That gave him so much mileage. But even within that day, we all know there are so many people who didn't know Marek then. That is what political campaigning is all about. You need to be focused and your message needs to hit the right people. When you talk about the Facebook algorithm, it gives you so much in terms of demographics. So you are targeting, you, you know, the people, a lot of people you want to send your message to. So it can be location based, it can be gender focused, it, it could be XY. It gives you the opportunity. Those are things. Facebook offer you. You have the number. Once having the number, it gives you a cost-effective platform to reach a larger number of people within that regard. When you talk about the trends not being uh, like written or if, if, if the trends not coming at and when the event is going on, but it gives you the opportunity that even when I miss that event, I get to see it later. Just this, we, we can come back to just this event. When the EC decided to to come out with the, the, the balloting, let's go back to Facebook and Twitter and see the numbers in terms of how political actors are taking advantage of the platform. When it comes to pol- pol- any political actor, even the assemblyman in maybe Hokkaido, Hado, the very first platform you love to interact with his electorate or those in his electoral area at the minimum, will be Facebook. Because why? It's easy to create. And he knows, he or she knows that what? The, the list of voters, the youngest of voters, who can't access Twitter. Well, you know, there's this kind of uh, perception that Twitter belongs to a certain class of people, middle class of people. But Facebook gives opportunity to everybody to act. You know, in Ghana, in our space, we all know Twitter. Twitter is kind of tends to be an arena of savagery. That is what Twitter is known for in our space. But in political campaigning, it's not so much about service. It's about sending the message down to the people. And that is what Facebook offers every political campaign. And that is why on any day, any political strategist will advise you that once you want to do social media, pay so much attention to Facebook. Make sure you tag the right people. Make sure you tag the right organization. Make sure your messages are consistent. And your messages should always come with image and videos which Twitter can offer you. These are critical points that gives you, that, that, that makes Facebook quite a huge platform for any political strategist to depend on in order to achieve his goal of winning votes. Whenever you are going closer to elections, get out to vote posts are very critical in every political campaign. These are the times they come by. And these are times that it's critical, mostly, mostly advisable, Whenever you are talking to any political communication expert or what? Your time is up. That's five minutes gone. Your time is up. I'll I'll, I'll give you guys a, a few seconds to take a breather. Okay. Your thoughts are welcome on our WhatsApp number 054-986-996. Your thoughts are welcome on our WhatsApp number 54 
0549-986-996. Alternatively, you can reach us on Twitter by including the hashtag CityTrends. That is C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. We've had our first um, five minutes from both our debaters. Um, you know, subtle punches here and there. Very interesting stuff. But we are going to in, we are getting into the second round, and of course, um, I think it's only fair. That I let the Elik Plim in the studio um, have his next um, five minutes. So, if you are ready, your five minutes begins now. Initially, Elik Plim said that um, Facebook like a, can offer something that is like a constituency. I'm like, what is a constituency that restricts your, your 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 voice or stifles your communication? You know, because there's the algorithm limits how people can interact or see the post. I mean, first of all, let me just go back to my point. My second point has to do with the, the power of Twitter's hashtag. It is probably one of the greatest inventions of, of, of recent years. And then I read a little bit about it. I think it was invented in 2007. And if you are looking for a, a, something that can garner support and get a lot of people rallying around one, one theme or a cause and fighting for a particular cause, it is a Twitter hashtag. Now, there are so many success stories that I can point to. 2014, remember the Bring Back Our Girls campaign? They even had Michelle Obama joining in. Then we go to the Me Too movement, had to do with women sharing their um, um, abused stories. Then we can come all the way to the Black Lives Matter, a hashtag that, that uh, black Americans are using to also stand up for their rights. And in quite recent times, we can talk about the NSAS. I'm sorry, you don't see, I mean, you can literally go on Facebook and then go and look for NSAS posts. That's what I did. I, I mentioned earlier. I, I I searched for answers, and the earliest post I saw was two, two, uh, 22 hours ago. I mean, something that is happening in real time. Nigerians are trying to sustain this for a whole month, and then it's like you go to Facebook to look for current posts to try and then keep up with the inf- with what is going on with the movements, and then you do, you find nothing. So I think that the power of the hashtag has to be reiterated, and then it's so powerful that every um, the two biggest political parties in our country right now both have a hashtag they're running all throughout the year. In MPP is four more for Nana, and in NDC is John Mahama 2020, and then basically just communicates their their aim for the year. Nana Nana don't wants four more years. Mahama thinks this is this is his year. You understand? And then you can just look go go there, look for more tweets that have been tweeted all over the year uh, the entire year, and then just read it and find out. So a hashtag serves as a database. It keeps you informed. When something is happening and I need information on it real time, even when it comes to sports, I just go to the trending topics and then look for a hashtag that, that relates to that. And I look for it. And then also, let's talk about how the trending topics are curated so that you can just know what is happening in the world. Something can be happening, you hope, onto Facebook. If your friends don't post it, you wouldn't know. If if if, if the, the president is delivering the State of the Nations address, if you go to Facebook and the people you follow don't talk about it, you wouldn't know. But when you go to Twitter, you go to the trending topics, it will be there, SOT in 2020. It happens every year. And so we have to like re- realize the fact that the hashtag generated started from Twitter. And then if that is it, and, in, and it has helped push so many, so many people's agenda, especially in activism. And then as a politician, what you actually want is that people should gather around a particular cause. And then in this country, we have so many times that politicians or political parties come up with terms and terminologies that, are, that I should say, are hashtagable, right? You can use as a hashtag for to run it to um, to drive your your campaign. I mean, there were times where positive change. Uh, there, was, there was a time when somebody said, "We are sitting to or something like that. And then there is a we are moving forward and all of that. All these terms come up every political season. And so these things are terms that you can use for hashtags. And I believe that it is very important for that. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. So you had about um, a minute and 35 seconds to go, but moving moving on. So Duncan, we are coming to you uh, in Kumasi. Um, are you are you ready for your five minutes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so your five minutes. Hold on, hold on. Hold your horses. Your five minutes <laughs> begins now. Okay, so Philip, uh, my namesake made mention of NSAS. Um, so as we speak, the, the number of posts made using the hashtag NSAS on Facebook is almost 600,000. I don't know of the numbers of Twitter. Twitter might have brought up the hashtag that Facebook is kind of mastering it now. Now, why? Because as event comes by, when you go to the search button on top of Facebook, tagging a hashtag, whatever who's made about that, you can see it. So I'm quite surprised that the last one he saw was 22 hours ago. Now, he raised some issues about the algorithm of Facebook, which is quite interesting, because in those regards, it helps the politician more. You know, the issue here is we are talking about political campaigning. And during political campaigning, the most important thing to the politician at that moment is votes. And the vote can only be got when he kind of sent messages to the voters across board. And the messages must be well feeling. And that is what the Facebook algorithm does. What does it do here? So when, when, when someone, when a Facebook user interacts on a platform, so a, an ad is generated, whenever maybe he likes it or, passes it or, or writes a comment about it, the next time either or more for Nana, or Rescue Mission, or Game for Ghana, makes a post. It appears on his or her timeline, which is quite, as I keep saying, see, we want to run a campaign that will get to the voter, and also be cost-effective. And that is the medium we are looking out for, and that is what a politician is more focused on. So once you get a platform where you need not to spend too much, but get the message across to the people, that is quite critical. Then also, the algorithm helps the politicians how much activity the post has already generated. So, at the end of the day, there are so many. So, so we can go back. Let's go back a bit. I, so, when you follow our social media, the social media communicators of both political parties, whenever either Nana Kupado or John Mama is live on Facebook, it's quite big for them because they want to see the number of views because it gives them so much traction. I don't know if anything can share with us how he will be able to assess that. Because if he keeps talking about live Twitter, this is live Facebook live. This is face-to-face. The politician is interacting with his voters. They are, they are giving opportunities to write comments as the event is even going on. I don't know what is better than this. Now, he spoke about, he made a point earlier on about the fact that what, uh, the, a constituency, a huge constituency, that limits you. So Facebook is trying to what? Limit the use of foul language. Facebook is trying to give the opportunity to where to have an intellectual discourse was political. So you don't kind of use language, you, you don't kind of threaten people in that regard when discussing political issues. What is better than that? It's, this is not censorship, but what they are trying to do is what? Clean the space. We all know where, how our politics is turning into, and it's not just here. It's the, one of the, the finest democracies in the world. U.S. is suffering the same. So it's not like Facebook is limiting you, but it gives you the opportunity to well, clean our political space and let the messages that are coming out for the, 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 the voter to assess and decide on who 
to vote for be critical. That is better than that. Now, you know, about two or three years ago, when Donald Trump became president, he was a king of Twitter. He was always on Twitter doing punches. But the last six to eight months, you can follow his. He spends a good amount of time now on Facebook because he knows the numbers are there. I keep, I, I keep coming back to the point about the numbers. Politics is about numbers. You, could, you can have the message. If the message doesn't get across to a large number of people, you are just wasting your time politicking. That is critical. So it's about the numbers. The numbers game is what we are talking about here. Politics. You need to send a message to the numbers. And Facebook gives you the opportunity. That is my point here, Philip. Well, your point is duly noted. Wow, that was an interesting first two rounds. Let's get to our um, uh, our judges now. I believe the judges will also have some questions for our debaters. Let's start off with Ethel. Ethel, do you have anything for our debaters this evening? Well, so I think our debaters are, are doing well. Um, I have a few questions around... So part of the, the thing with... Um, I suppose politics is the ability to create community and sustain community and take that from offline, from online to offline. Now, can the two can the two people give us reasons why their platform is better for creating, sustaining, and moving communities from just online to offline? All right. So, creating, sustaining, and moving campaigns offline. To, I mean, online to offline. That's basically the question for the two of them. Maximus. Hello, Maximus. Yes. Can you? So, yes, great submissions from, from LA, LA, LA Plim 1 and LA Plim 2, right? <laughs> so, Duncan and LA Plim. I think that was awesome, and they all made their points very succinctly and clearly. Now, my question will be. As, as if I'm a political strategist, what do they think I should, I should do in terms of deciding which channel should be my alternative channel and which one will be my imperative channel? So I want them to make their, give me three reasons why Facebook should be my imperative channel or Twitter should be my alternative channel and vice versa. Okay, now say. Absolutely. Do you, yes, do you have any questions for um, the debaters? Yes, please. Uh, first off, I love Ethel's question. The um, campaign is all about building community, so I love that I'm waiting for the answer. The debaters are very passionate, they are doing very well. Two questions. To um, Eliplim, Eliplim, I'm trying to be, to Twitter, Eliplim Twitter, if I can call you that. Um, the, your co-debater made a point about numbers and kept repeating that Twitter doesn't have the numbers. How do you respond to that? I mean, he says politics is about numbers game. How do you respond to that? And then to Eric Lim, uh, Facebook, um, the, your co-debater made a point about the fact that Twitter owns hashtags and how the uh, Facebook newsfeed tends to give uh, outdated content. How do you respond to that? 
All right. So I hope um, the two debaters are very well aware of the questions there. Um, Ethel was talking about moving campaigns from offline to online and how the various platforms assist in making that possible. Uh, Maximus is talking about which channels will be your alternative and which ones will be your imperative. And then, of course, the issue of numbers um, for for Twitter and um for Facebook as well, um, in terms of hashtags and basically carrying the conversation along. So we're going to start off with Duncan in Kumasi. Duncan, the floor is yours. You have five minutes to address the issues raised by the judges. Okay. So I think as a first question has to do with from online to offline. If I said that right. Yes. Yes. No, from offline so, to online in terms of moving the campaigns. So you're moving a campaign from offline to online. No, sorry, for online to offline, my bad. Yes, 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 that's what I had. So, it, in politics, as she rightly said, it has to do with sustaining the message to the people. Now, the message, when it's delivered on a Facebook platform, shouldn't just be kept there. The people, so you, you need to create a message that is interactive. So, interact, so every Facebook that is made by social media or a Facebook campaign team for every political actor should be interacted in the sense that once the interaction goes on there, the trends are driven from their plat from the platform to life, to face-to-face interaction. That's when we are sitting in the throttle, we know that okay, today Mama promised something with regards to um so I saw a trend on I saw a post on Facebook with regards to Mama's promise of legalizing and regulating Okada. So how is that sustainable? We can inter- so in that medium, we can interact with an Okada rider. So the, the discussion doesn't just end on Facebook. It moves from Facebook to life, to the marketplace. So it's critical in the sense that the, 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 the strategies in this regard needs to come up with a, a way or it needs to come up with a strategy that helps not keeping the conversation just online. The conversation must be driven in a way that one, it must be interacted. Two, make sure you make use of so much image and videos so that people get attracted to that message so that the conversation gets off the platform. Then the second question with regards to where, why Facebook should be your imperative platform and the other one being uh, alternative. I'll, it, 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 go, it goes back to the numbers game again. As I, as I said earlier on, Facebook in the Ghanaian space is about 5.5 million active users. I said it earlier on. Which coincidence are you going to get the speech number? And every political actor will spend so much, space, uh, so much time here because it gives him the opportunity to keep on interacting with these workers. We all can attest to it that majority of active users of Facebook are about 18 years, and these are our prospective voters. So the message gets, gets on to these people. You, you have the opportunity to do Facebook Live to interact with them. You have the opportunity to share so much images that that, 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 that will fly all over the place for you. I'll surely go with Twitter as an alternative because, you know, Twitter gives you the opportunity to drive your message with some kind of, with it being concise and brief. So when it's about 
when it's about reading posts, Twitter should be the way for you. But when it's about interacting with the numbers, when it's about using more images and using more videos to interact with people, because people get attracted to these pictures are more effective too in communication. This, are, this, this gives you an opportunity. So Facebook will surely be the platform, the go-to platform, and then your alternative should be Twitter. Now, eloquence earlier points with regards to Twitter owning hashtags. As I said earlier on, Twitter might own hashtags, but whenever a Facebook campaign comes out and decides to trend with a hashtag, we know what comes out of it. And that is what I said earlier on with regards to the Calipo Challenge. In 2016, it was all over the place. And the Calipo Challenge came with pictures, which can be done on Twitter. So in a fact, the Calipo Challenge was a hashtag. Facebook drove it. And that is what every political actor would want. Because it gave them so much mileage and leverage without spending anything on it. People brought, brought into that idea. And even just simply answer the question of moving the campaign from online to offline again. Because in that camp, in that Calipo challenge, it was just an online, a, a picture posted by the, on the press, uh, the then candidate timeline, which in as much as was trying to be a big, bad PR, became a good PR because there were so many people who took and decided to buy into that campaign. So we moved the campaign from online to offline because they were taking pictures offline and it was all over the place and posting it back online and it pushed that campaign and it was one of the critical tools for victory for the MTP in this system. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. You had about 48 seconds there to go. Um, we are going now to Eli Plim in the studio uh, representing Twitter. The floor is yours. Your five minutes begins now. Right. Um, the first question is from Ethel Kofi. She mentioned about, she spoke about communities and uh, and moving online to offline. And I think that that is what Twitter is actually known for. T Twitter is known for this. And I can give you a couple of examples. Um, Doomsome must stop 2015. Um, it started as a hashtag. Then it, it ended up being a protest. And then I worked on a project, um, Code for Ghana um, project. And we, we went on um, Wikipedia, downloaded um, data, Concerning do, doom some and stop to analyze it, and then we figured how how many uh, how many people were were, were asking about doom so during the period that the doom so must stop campaign was going on on Twitter. Mm. You understand? And then this is do this is something I I have worked on, so I can tell you. I don't know if you can do that on Facebook, but we did it. Mm. We downloaded data concerning people's search on uh, concerning doom so in 2015 mm. because of the doom so must stop, um, and then there was a curve. You can see that it rose when the, the campaign started and it dropped when it ended. So this is it. And then there's the NSAS um, um, protest. Mm. People are literally speak, talk, telling people, don't come to this particular junction. The police are there. So it means it's online and offline at the same time. This It's happening concurrently. It's not like it started and it's, it's just going. So, I mean, this is what Twitter is known for. The Twitter hashtag, they, are known, they start online, online campaigns or protests, and then it ends up being going offline. And so I believe that, that when it comes to that, I don't think Facebook is a match at all. Then secondly, um, the second question has to do with... Uh, um, um, which would be my primary tool and which would be a, a secondary tool if I was supposed to be a political advisor or something like that. And I think that I'll use Twitter because first of all, um, if you check the demographics of people on Twitter, you, most of them are the youth. And if you're a political party, you should be con concerned about your future votes. It's not about this, just uh, the, the current election that's coming. You are thinking of securing people to vote for you in the next four years and then, and then so on and so forth. 
So people think of, I mean, it's also a conspiracy theory. People think of the free SHS movers and move to secure the people who enjoy it to come and vote for the current um, 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 party in, in, in government. Then we think about how Twitter's information, uh, the tweets go freely. What you can achieve with a Facebook ad, you can achieve organically with a tweet. You don't have to pay to get 2,000 retweets. There are people who just tweet a sentence and then they get so many retweets because people can identify it because it goes freely. It isn't about Facebook that restricts it and then you have to literally pay for it. You know, why do you have to pay for something like that? And then it, my, my, um, uh, the, third, the third point is because Twitter garners support. You can, you can start a movement, an entire movement on Twitter. And so if, if I'm a political figure and I'm thinking of starting a movement of young people and um, pursuing a particular cause or, the, or buying into my message, I'll go for a platform that allows me to be able to use a hashtag to, to get people to identify with my cause and then they follow me. So I think that's where I'll go for it. And then the third question I have to do with, um, can you remind me of the third question? Um, so in terms of the numbers. Yeah. In, in terms of the yes, numbers. Yes, 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 yes. So I think in terms of the numbers, the fact is that Facebook is the biggest social media platform. Yes. But it doesn't give you access to everybody. On, on, you have to literally pay for it. And so for somebody who's an independent candidate, you're a political figure. If you come to me, I'll tell you that, you know, you have to pay to sustain your advertisement on Facebook for weeks. And it might come at a cost that you might not be willing or ready to bear. And so let's go for a platform that can help you generate organic reactions, um, interactions and engagements. So that, that I feel like, yes, Facebook has the numbers, but Facebook has restricted you your access to those numbers because of your algorithm. Twitter doesn't do that. You can put out a post today and it will trend. And it happens. And so, I mean, basically, this is my thoughts on, on all the three questions that have been asked. Wow. <laughs> It is not a joking matter. Um, to my judges, I'll give you um, about three minutes to just ponder over everything you've heard. And um, I'll be coming to you in just a few seconds or in a few minutes to give your judgment. Let's go to um, our Twitter handle and, of course, to the WhatsApp messages and see what everybody is saying. Or say, Alex says, Twitter is winning. Hashtag City Trends. And, and BBO Cars or Ask Me Cars says, bro. Anytime, any day. Twitter trends rules. City trends. Let's try this exercise. EC, hashtag EC ballot or hashtag bad road in dummy um, on both Facebook and Twitter. And let's see how it turns out and who wins. He comes back and says Twitter trends are more powerful, in-depth, easily accessible and accurate as compared to Facebook. Duncan Gabla, Mr. Facebook, can attest to that himself. <laughs> Moving on, Gawizi. Gawizi, the man who came up with the topic itself, he says the debate is lit. Great discussion. Said I was going to be biased, so I came with... Um, a clean slate, but it appears Twitter is winning the power of hashtag. Um, TN Bernard or TN underscore Bernard says, interesting clash, City Trend. Sometimes members of political groups and campaigns, they campaign more than their leaders when it comes to the online space. Um, and look at Facebook and Twitter. Twitter gives you room to reach more audience for free, unlike Facebook, which you have to pay for. Interesting one there. And some more comments. Uh, Mark Jordan is also talking about the topic and uh, basically asking which one is 
let's go to the text messages. Facebook is better for political campaigning. That's coming from Dwayne in London. Facebook is bigger and easier if you want both great and small. It's Facebook. That's coming from Nat from Achimota. The letter restrictions on Twitter prevent anyone from communicating fully from policies. You can do sloganeering and hollow statement. Um, that is a message that unfortunately you didn't leave your name. Um, Joy in Sunyani says Facebook allows politicians to communicate with their um, fully formed ideas, add media that is pictures and videos for effect. Twitter is an awesome platform, but not for political campaigns. My hat off to Twitter. That's coming from Abdul um, Latif from Koforidua. Hello, City. This is Baylor. Now, I think it's so interesting that both you and the people who spoke on the copyright issue mentioned Twitter accounts for interaction. You mentioned that we should interact with you on your Twitter handle, not Facebook, during this particular debate. <laughs> that in itself speaks volumes. And you did a poll on this today on Twitter. I don't know if you did it on Facebook. Interesting points and perspectives, but I believe Twitter is ultimately ideal for pushing a message politics inclusive. Twitter do all. Twitter gives you the opportunity to push your agenda. That's coming from Alfred and from Ablekuma Fan Milk. Interesting, interesting, interesting. It's it's really, really, really lit right now. I I can't I can't get enough of that. We have one more Twitter for youth. Twitter for the future. Pope from East Lagoon. It sounds like you're already in the political. I like that. Twitter for the youth. Twitter for the future. We can hashtag that probably and get away with it. Campaign on Twitter is organic and has a larger reach as compared to Facebook, where you need to pay and you don't have access to its data. Um, that's coming from Ask Me Cash. It's now time for us to get to our judges and find out what our judges um, basically have made of you know the the debate so far. So let's let's hear from our judges. Let's hear from our judges now. Let's start off with Maximus. Uh, Maximus, please um, go ahead and let us know what your thoughts are about the, the debate so far and let us know what your verdict is. I think uh, they've all presented their cases very well. When we come to the Facebook, Ellie uh, Blim, he touched on various features of the platform more extensively than Eric Blim Twitter did. He touched on cost effectiveness numbers, the fact that he would prefer uh, content being more relevant so the newsfeed algorithm works better than the Twitter newsfeed. He talked about the graph search and Facebook Live and live engagement on, on videos and the fact that your the numbers on Facebook are your potential voters. And also Facebook also has a hashtag which you can search within the graph search and you can follow content also in real time. And he made mention of some of the successful campaigns which made use of images like the Calipo Challenge, or that Facebook has the power of multi-format uh, content as a unique feature. So, and then also talk about the fact that Twitter is more of an alternative platform than uh, an imperative platform for potential, uh, uh, for political campaign. So the numbers, I think he detailed more features, but I claim Twitter focused more on the hashtags and the fact that the how current a news feed is, is better than how uh, relevant it is. So chronological order, real-time feed, 
and then the hashtag gives you the ability to monitor a real-time uh, conversation and the fact that it drives campaigns and he made a, a mention of some of the campaigns uh, doom some stop and SARS and then bring back the girls and all that so and he also pushed for the fact that twitter is also the imperative channel and not alternative and the fact that facebook's algorithm doesn't pre uh, expose your content to all the the huge number of followers they have on their platform so that is not an advantage for me based on just this uh, pointers. I will go for the Facebook one. I'll be Facebook biased this time around, even though I love to. <laughs> by, 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 by research too as well, we realized Twitter, the user base keeps dropping every year. Even TikTok has overtaken Twitter globally. They need to do more than just maybe the hashtags and stuff. So I'll be a bit biased and, and that's it. All right, Maximus. Maximus has uh, basically laid it out there. Um, his his thoughts. He sides with the Facebook argument. Let's head on to um Stephen. Stephen, your verdict. Hi everyone. Um, following on from what Maximus has just said, uh, I think both debaters did very very well. I won't repeat some of the highlights that uh, Maximus already talked about. I believe that they would both also agree that um, the a proper campaign, whether political or like you said earlier today, Philip, whether it's uh, for a brand or for a social campaign or whatever, cannot be done very effectively with using just one of the tools exclusively. They both have their pl uh, pluses, which they have highlighted today. Um, if I have to pick based on the debate today, I will go with Facebook because he looked, he focused more on um, talking about how powerful the numbers gain is when it comes to um, Facebook and also the fact that yes, uh, it's not great if you are talking about having live conversations like uh, Twitter is using hashtag, yet it has the, it allows more content that are, are optimized for example videos images they leave on facebook and because of that it's more engaging than on twitter plus even though they didn't ask, answer um ethel's question right quite uh as I, I wanted them to facebook is known for communities the groups and pages features um are great for communities and campaigns are about building communities to empower them to go out there and uh, drive a campaign because of these reasons, I would also go for Facebook. All right. So we have um, Stephen going for Facebook. Ethel, the floor is yours. But at this point, it's three people, low, and two are voted for. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to base my decision solely based on the um, the debating powers of both elements versus sort of every, rather than everything I know about sort of Facebook versus Twitter. Now, I think Ellie Blim, Twitter, they were both really good debaters, but I think Ellie Blim, Twitter did a really good job in giving me examples of campaigns, of things that had been run with Twitter that had, that had um, uh, what do you call it, that had hit the, the different focal points, right? So he's, he's talking about... Um, 
I'm doing some as go. He's talking about answers. So you can you can almost um, you get a sense immediately of what Twitter is capable of doing and what it should do. What what um, I think Ellie uh, Bling Facebook did really well was to point out the size of the num the numbers on Facebook. Um, I think Twitter wasn't really able to deal with that just to say, well, it's still uh, there are numbers, but it's still a bit, you know, it, 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 the reach is a bit more. I, I didn't think that was a convincing argument. Um, but all in all, I think I'm going to go with Twitter because I with Twitter because I feel like Eloquent Twitter really did a good job in his debates and, and he did a good job in setting the agenda right so that what 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 ended up happening was he he put the hashtag and whatever up there and then um Ellie Green Facebook had to follow up I know he he said the agenda for sort of the discussion and he led the agenda for the discussion even though he didn't eventually win and I, I like that in a debate I mean like you take control of the conversation and and lead it the way you want it to go so I, I'm with Twitter on this one just based solely on the debate strength. Okay, and um, interestingly, um, the two other considerations that we have. Um, so the one who actually came up with a topic um, has a vote in this as well. And he says, and I'm just going to quote his message. In my opinion, Twitter won. Ellie has listed the most salient point with respect to politics, real-time information, the power of hashtags, reaching the numbers on the move. Yeah, I go for Twitter. So... We seem to have a stalemate. Who exactly is going to carry it? Well, let's take it on to the platforms. So we did a poll um, at the beginning of the debate. And at the end of the debate, um, according to the poll, 169 people voted. And, well, Ellie Plim on Twitter took it by a landslide. 82% as against 18% for Duncan on for Facebook. So, I mean... How else do you want me to do this? There's nothing else to say. I have to say congratulations to you, Ellie Prim, for winning this one. Um, I mean, the people, messages and everything, and then the poll naturally are in support of you. The one who came up with the topic himself is in support of you, and you have one judge as well on your side. Um, Duncan, thank you so much for being such a great sport, and we really appreciate your time. Um, you had Maximus and Stephen on your side. That is a very rare thing um, to have. You should feel very lucky for yourself. <laughs> but thank you so much for, for being such a great sport and thank you for uh, being part of the debate today. Thank you very much, Philip. Yes, indeed. So, Eric Prim, arguing for Twitter, has won the debate for today. Congratulations. How does that feel? I mean, I'd already given up. Well, when the judges were... <laughs> <laughs> I was already preparing my speech. The speech I'll tell, I'll give to my friends and people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a great feeling. But I mean, I think he's a he's a very good debater. And, and like he was making certain points, I was like, yo, it didn't Chale, occur to me Chale, initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like so. Yeah, yeah. Good evening. Twitter wants based solely on the debate. And um, Prince also from Kofrida says, I think Facebook is the easiest way of for a political audience. Thank you so much, everybody um, who tuned in. Everybody who sent in a message. Thank you so much to our judges. You guys have been awesome.
awesome. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Duncan, and to you, Ali Plim. Congratulations once again right. for winning the debate. That will be the final debate for the year. We come back next year with another debate. But remember that City Trends returns next week, Tuesday. If you want to listen back to this debate, the post the podcast for the show will be available first thing tomorrow morning for you to enjoy. It's been fantastic coming your way. Big thank you to ZPay and a big thank you to First National Bank as well for their sponsorship. Till next week, stay techy.